Well, hello, hello, friends and listeners, and thank you so much for listening to the Red Button Podcast, a podcast based on real-life stories. I'm your host, Cheryl. To protect the privacy of some of my guests, the names will be changed. For today's episode, I've invited my friend to share his story of how he walked through his own journey of healing in his marriage. Two or three weeks ago, I had invited his wife to share her story of how she had forgiven her husband after infidelity. If you missed that episode, please go back and listen. It was so good. I'm really grateful for this couple and that they are mainly because they were willing to share their story. I know personally that their story has impacted a lot of folks. Now, as you listen, I hope you feel encouraged and less alone. Okay, let's jump to it. First of all, I want to say thanks for being here. I had received a lot of positive feedback from your wife's story and how she had walked through some of the hardships in your marriage. And most of the comments that I had received was, can we also hear from him and what his journey has been like? And because I know there's a lot of listeners out there who are walking in your shoes right now and really needs to hear some hard truths. Um, So I want to say thank you for being here and being so willing to share your story and talking about something that is incredibly sensitive. So thanks for being here, friend. Thanks for having me. Happy to talk to you. Okay, so I had asked your wife the same questions, so, but I would love to hear from you. As a husband and as a man, how did you experience your journey? I always figured that my uh, duty to my family and to my wife was to make money. And so uh, if I did that, if I made enough money, then she should be happy and then everything else would fall in line. So when we had kids, uh, I think her expectations were that I would be a good father and to help out with the kids and everything. And my perception was that I would make enough money that I didn't have to do anything. I don't know that, mm-hmm. that just, that was my job was just to make money. Mm-hmm. I think that's very common in our culture. You had actually confessed and you didn't wait to get caught. Why is it? Why is it that you decided to confess before you got caught? Well, I just felt like uh, the weight of not confessing. I, 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 um, I felt guilty for what I had done. Mm-hmm. And I've been, um, I feel like I was changing and I just felt horrible. And so I felt like that if, if she had done that to me, that I would want to know. And so I told her it was uh, very, it was probably the hardest thing I've ever done because I had no idea whether or not she was going to leave. And at that point, I, I really, I really, really didn't want her to leave, but it was eating me up inside. And so, uh, and, and I think that when you hide something like that, that it isolates you. When you're isolated, you're weak. And so to confess it, I realized was not weak, but it was uh, what I felt at the time was that it was stronger to confess than it was to keep it hidden. And uh, so I told her. And I thought that it was going to be this great thing where I I would have all this weight taken off of my shoulders. 
And uh, what actually happened was that my life blew up and it was, it was good, but it was very, very painful, Mm -hmm. but it was, Mm -hmm. it was better than letting my marriage fall away. Yeah. Well, what happened in your marriage for it to lead into the affair? I think that it was a uh, progression of bad decisions, uh, Mm -hmm. one right after another. And so I was working a ton. And again, you know, I said before that I, I felt, I don't know if it was because of the way I was raised or um, my just perception because of my job was to provide for my family and then uh, financially, and then everything else was left to my wife to do. And so when I did that and I did it successfully, then I was, I was disillusioned or, or disappointed when she wasn't grateful that we had all this money. I, I thought that the measure of a man or the measure of success was just how well I did financially and how good the company did. And I was traveling a ton. And so when uh, uh, when I would come home, she was irritated because I wouldn't spend time with the girls or I hadn't been spending time with the girls and she and not spending time with her. Then it made it uncomfortable for me and I didn't want to be home. And so I would spend more time on the road. And then it just took one little thing, uh, which was a girl stepping into the scene uh, that I didn't, she wasn't asking for anything. She wasn't asking for time. She was it created this uh, fantasy and I could spend time with her and she wouldn't ask for anything back. Mm. And so, uh, so that's what sucked me into the whole thing is that it was just a, and it was a cheat. It's exactly why they call it cheating is because it's a cheat. It's not real. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's not reality. It's, it's a fantasy. And okay. so I was cheating life and I got into it and it was as empty as everything else was in my life at the time. And uh, so I don't know. So no one wakes up one morning and decides to do something, you know, that's going to affect your family or your relationship with your spouse. So what do you think are some maybe red flags or maybe some warning signs that someone should recognize in themselves that they need to do something to work towards their marriage instead of away from their marriage? I just wasn't self-aware enough. Well, I think that uh, lack of communication with your wife is a massive uh, red flag. And Mm -hmm. so if your communication, I think, is the is the huge if you're not communicating with your wife openly and honestly then it's an invitation to be isolated and um so that was the first i stopped communicating with my wife completely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and once that stopped then i felt like she wasn't interested she felt like i wasn't interested and it became this catch-22 Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, as much as I, 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 I take full responsibility for my decision to do the actual cheating, but there was also a point that, that she could have been more supportive and communicated better that my job, how much money that I made mm-hmm. or whatever was not what was important to her that time and time with our kids, I want, I want time. 
time is more important than money. I'm not saying that would have changed my decision. It just would have been more communication than we had before. So I think it boils down to communication. What have you learned about yourself in this journey? Gosh, I don't know. Um, that I've, I've been, it wasn't just, it wasn't just cheating. It wasn't just having an affair. Everything that, and because I, I didn't confess for six years, I, I held on to that and let it fester and rot inside me and tried to convince myself that it was okay not to tell her. Um, and I'd been changing that whole time and, and everything, but I'd convinced myself that it was okay not to tell her. And, uh, but I kept on and uh, just, it just sat and festered in me and it was eating my lunch. And so um, I learned that, uh, I, I, I probably learned that I was gonna do it again if I didn't confess it and mm -hmm. and let her know that I struggled with, or I had struggled with that and that I didn't want to do it again, but it was the hardest thing that I've ever done. And it was, it was terrible. I think I learned to tell the truth, to be transparent with her was way better and our relationship way stronger if we were being open and honest with each other than me hiding and that my strength, it was stronger for me to confess than it was to hide. Well, I know that I'm, I know several couples that has gone through what you guys have experienced. And one of the challenges in doing marriage counseling is one spouse always keeps bringing it up, you know, and that's like a constant challenge. Like how does, how do they work? How does a couple work towards restoration when that one spouse is keep reminding the other spouse of what they had done? Well, I think that, I think it's your, uh, your frame of mind. One, I mean, you have to be working towards, um, I mean, you have to want the marriage to work. And so, I think that, uh, I, and I can't speak to other people, but I know that in, in my situation that I, I was the offending party, right? I was the one that had cheated. And every, every, you know, every coin has two sides. And, and um, we had problems in our marriage other than me cheating, but as, as it relates to the cheating part, I had to just sit there and take it. There was, I, I had no def, had no defense. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't defend me cheating uh, mm -hmm. to her. And so for a lot of times, and I remember telling her this, that I feel like, you know, after a time, I'm like, man, I feel like I've got 40 arrows in me because of all these accusations and, and not accusations, but statements that she made uh, that she could not believe that I would betray our marriage and, and do all that. And which was all true and right. It's just after a while of getting beat up by that and saying, I'm sorry so many times that, you know, I felt like a broken record. I, you know, 
I think I think she saw that I was truly broken by it, and she gave up because mm -hmm. she kept on getting the. If you're not when you're the offending party, I mean, every human instinct in me wanted to make excuses for why I did what I did. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you stop making excuses and just admit that you made a huge, grievous mistake, mm -hmm. then she stops accusing you. So it's a kind of a cash 2020. If I think that that if if somebody is continually beating up somebody for the for the error that they made or or the sin that they committed or the, the you know all that, it's probably because the the guy is trying to defend it mm -hmm. and saying that the reason that he did this was because she didn't do this or she didn't do that rather than just taking responsibility for his own mistake. I mean, it's, it's kind of flipping the tables, but the only reason that, that, I mean, I'm not saying it's the only reason, but in most, I would say, you don't kick a dog when it's down. Mm -hmm. You know, if the dog's rolled over and it's got his legs in the air, you're not gonna continue to kick it. Mm -hmm. And so I was truly broken. And I was very, very, very sorry for what I'd done. And I was repentant and I didn't, there was not an ongoing relationship with uh, the girl that I had an affair with. Uh, I wouldn't defend it. I wouldn't say the reason I did this is because you did this. Mm -hmm. I said, the reason I did this is because I'm a selfish bastard. And I tried to create a life a fantasy apart from our marriage and it didn't work and i'm i'm sorry for that i and will you forgive me and i'm sorry and i'm sorry and i'm sorry i never tried to defend it and say but you did this or you did this or you did this and that pushed me towards this mm -hmm. and if you're never because the human instinct is to try to defend your position and when you get kicked which well-deserved kick after doing something like this, the, the tendency is to try to defend yourself and you can't mm -hmm. because you are the offending party and all you can do is say, I'm sorry and it'll never happen again. What are some baby steps that the spouse can do to walk towards spouse? Well, I think for men, men don't like to talk <laughs> as a general rule. And so, I mean, like women say like, what, three, four times as many words as a guy does. Mm -hmm. And so I think taking the time to just sit down and ask questions and, and be truly interested in what your wife, what, what, what happened in her day? How did it go with the kids? How does it go with her job? And not just in a trivial way, but actually interested in what's going on in her life. And then also to, if I think about what she wants the most out of me, I mean, if I think about what she asks for that I don't give her is my time, undistracted time of just me listening to her and us talking about things, our kids, her job, my job, not even, but less my job because she 
I talk about my job all the time and, but more what's going on in our hearts, what's going on, what are you studying? What are you reading? How is your, you know, relationship with uh, God? How is your relationship with uh, the kids? What's going on with the kids? It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be uh, hours. It just has to be uh, minutes. But it's 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 uninterrupted time where the kids are not distracted and you set apart time to where she knows that you're really paying attention to what's going on in her life. What is one advice that you would give that person that is currently going through what you did? I mean, I never planned on cheating on my wife. Um, and I think that men especially think that uh, this girl is going to be uh, different or whatever. And what you're creating is a fantasy. It's not real. It's, I mean, it's no more. It, let, let's play the situation out just a little bit in your head. And let's say that this girl, the new girl is just amazing. She's everything you wanted that you thought your wife was going to be and this is amazing you're going to run into the same problems with this girl that you've run into with your wife you're creating exactly the same thing in a different scenario with a different girl and you're going to run into the same problems because the problem is you it's not the girl it's you and so changing girls with a inherent character flaw or whatever in yourself you're you're just changing it to somebody else and so you're going to run into the same problems and so yeah run is the best is the best rule and if and if you're being tempted like that then you need to take a really hard look at yourself because the problem isn't your wife it's you what advice would you give the spouse that says that he or she wants to forgive but has a hard time forgiving what is something that your wife had done that was helpful for you just grace mm. grace like rain it was the only time in my life where someone that i had offended in the most deep way that I could offend somebody that showed me grace like I didn't deserve. Mm -hmm. um, she showed me grace like I've never experienced before. And it was amazing. I was absolutely unworthy of her forgiveness and her grace. And I made it my mission in life to be worthy of that grace. Mm, that's so good. I'm so proud of you guys that you guys fought fought against the temptation to just give up, you know, and you guys actually fought for it. And I know that your marriage has helped so many people, even just the people that you're sharing this with now is helping, you know, so thank you for being here. Thanks for sharing. Is there anything else that you want to add before we end? Oh, I, I think that uh, as a general rule, women are better people than men. <laughs> Can you say that out loud one more time? Let's repeat that. <laughs> I think that uh, women have a have a heart for their husbands in a in a different way, in a in a God given, uh, just amazing 
way. And if guys can just realize that about their wives, that, that they are so gracious and so hardworking and, and amazing. Uh, and I know there's exceptions and everything, but as a general rule, they, they're just so much, they, they just got, they're long suffering and we have to go to work. And yes, work is tough and everything else, but we don't have to deal with the kids. And I, I wouldn't trade my position with my wife and the stress that she goes through with our kids for anything. I mean, uh, my relationship with my employees pales in comparison to what she goes through with our kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, I've learned to give her a whole lot more respect and the level of grace that she's shown me, I guarantee you, had nothing to do with how awesome I am. It had everything to do with how amazing she was and her faith. I wish I was as strong as she is. That's really good. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I hope this helps. Thanks, Ben. Friends, please talk to someone if you need help in your relationships. Please follow me on Instagram for more information and for resources for therapists in India. Thank you again for listening and I hope to see you next time.